are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McClendon throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. Wow. Listening to the North Shore Nine podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Hey. Yo, bro. Yo. Yo. Hi, people. I'm back. What's up, guys? I don't know what happened, but my, uh, my feed like, paused on this stream for somehow or another, and so I got out and came back in. But uh, with that said, we're back, smooth as ever, as always. <laughs> I was waiting on Jim to just jump in with a yo-yo-yo. <laughs> so are we actually yeah, live right somewhat now? Somewhat good yeah. enough? We are, are we live. We are okay. live. Okay. <laughs> I, I can know. hear how, everyone too. How off was I coming back in? Like, was there a big gap from the time that this, the intro ended? No, it was pretty close, but you just got all three of us looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, that was weird, but uh, we're good. We're good. But well, with that said, time, we have to watch the intro, which that was pretty cool. Yeah, we're a little different tonight. We got a special guest on with us. We got Ethan on. Everyone except say Ethan. Everyone knows who Ethan is. You just say the word Ethan, one name. We all know who he is. So he's like Madonna. Before we get to Ethan. As name. always, we have our our host. We have Tyler with us. We have Jim with us, and of course, we have Ethan. What is up, everyone? Not much here. You guys are just full of life. <laughs> what is wrong? This is two weeks in to a row. To be honest, no, this is. <laughs> I was yeah, go really ahead, hoping that me and Denarda would catch each other and make Jim and Ethan feel awkward and yeah. not say anything. I've had one of those weeks this week where, like, do you ever just, like, have a few days where you just wish you weren't an adult? Like, stuff, adult life stuff comes up and you're like, why Every do I have to them. deal with this? Most of them. Oh, my God. Plumber, had to have a plumber, had my tires changed, and while my tires were getting changed, they yanked out a bunch of wires from my car. It's been a week. It's been a week. I had I had my I had my roof, (laughs) I had my roof redone this week, and finally from that tree. And you've got a mysterious creature scratching in your basement. (laughs) That has gone away, I think. Okay, that's good. I was I was gonna need an update on that. I haven't heard it in a couple nights, but it did move locations one morning. That was a little unsettling. So, yeah. Ethan, I have a question for you. How excited so, do you get when someone posts the wrong contract or Rule 5 information to dunk <laughs> on them? Well, after Donardo gave me that stone-cold Steve Austin, I'll call it a GIF, meme, whatever, but I just don't like wrong information, that's all. <laughs> Especially when it's available when I have it all. Just use it, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, that was mean. We're not mean around here. <laughs> I'm good mean. advice. I'm mean it's sometimes, good. apparently, though. <laughs> Let's not go there, Jim. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> me. Never yeah, been made yeah. to another soul. Um, no, you're the nicest. I just, I just love the flex. He's just like, I had the wrong information, dummies. Just use it. Like, what, what the hell's wrong with you? It's I like, like not open in the dictionary if you don't know how to spell a word. I just or spell like check. Ethan will go through like a Jason Mackey article and just pick out eight different things that are incorrect, <laughs> and then he'll have to change the entire article after he already published it. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's... I'm, I'm surprised Mackey hasn't blocked Ethan yet. Just from... <laughs> we got we got in a tiff yeah. one time. That was not fun. He took offense to something I said to him. Was it wasn't even offensive? I don't know, but um, which again, go back I... to how the show started when I said all I have to say is Ethan. Everyone knows who Ethan is. Just everyone knows. I who value Ethan. I value correct information. That's all. Because and that's why I like this stuff. It's factual. It is. It's not opinion. <laughs> so let's talk about your opinions today. <laughs> Do you have? I don't like, not not a ton of them. I try not to share them. Yeah, yeah. Like if you can't factually prove it, do you even really think about it? Um, that's kind of how my brain works. Like it's it's I don't I I get I instigate a whole lot of people in my life for that very kind of. My wife can't take it, but if if it's not if you can't prove it with facts or data or that's what how it's what i value like my opinion doesn't really matter what matters is what is and what is factual so what do you what think of pro proven? football focus since they think they're factual and none of it is. I, I don't i don't watch a whole lot of it i watch the steelers game that's about it i figured you'd take I, offense the data that's based upon grades i've i've seen you railing against them recently but i don't i don't know a whole lot about them darn I really wanted to. I mean, I think they're, Oscar. I think they're just like any other advanced metric. You you you, you use them as another tool, no, I right? I don't think it's a metric if it's based upon a subjective grade. I mean, you could say wins above replacement is subjective. Yeah, I don't value that stat. Yeah, you do. Not really. Only if it supports yeah, my argument. Yeah, you do. Only if it supports <laughs> his argument. <laughs> it, it counts for everybody but catchers, right? <laughs> right. I actually don't really like war because it, you shouldn't have three different outcomes based upon what website you go on. I don't like that argument. I do. I've always seen it. You got two chocolate cakes sitting in front of you. One you made with water and the other one you made with coffee because that enhances the cocoa flavor. They're both chocolate cake, mm. right? But the in the inputs are different. That's all. That's the only thing with war. One has yeah. a different defensive. One has a. It's they're not. The 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 big issue with that is people call it war as if that's the stat, but it's not. It's B war. It's F war. It's warp. They're totally different stats. It's like saying, well, yeah. RB or batting average with runners in scoring position is the same as batting average. I don't like either of those, but that's akin to what you're saying. That this oh, it's batting average. Well, those are two different things. Yeah, but going back to the cakes, one is good, one is not. <laughs> the chocolate they, coffee might be really better. They both, the serve, right now. they both serve a <laughs> no. purpose. Yeah, well, one's way better <laughs> than the other. So they're not really True, on the same but they are maybe, cake. maybe. All right. <laughs> this isn't labor, guys. <laughs> well, I had a good segue yeah. about the offensive talks, and I was going to segue it into there's a lot of offensive talks going on between the owners and the players, but you guys were talking about chocolate cake. 
I don't understand go. segues. Why? Just say the next thing. Don't make something. <laughs> Tyler's the king of segues. Ethan, like you said, your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> but I guess everyone, you know what else doesn't matter? What? <laughs> the baseball labor negotiations. They matter to this guy. Well, I just they, don't matter to, so, they don't matter to anybody right now because they're not even having them right now. Who has two like. thumbs and matters, or the labor talks matter to yeah. this guy. Okay, yeah. so since yeah. I'm the one that actually read Ethan's article, I just yeah. finished it. I'm I'm finished it. <laughs> I listened to it. Same thing. I am gonna ask Ethan of his opinion, even though he doesn't like to give them. It really seemed like in your last part that you think really I don't want to put words in your mouth, but nothing's really going to change and we're just going to get a deal done. Maybe but a few tweaks. I will I will say before we get into anything, I read 40 plus articles. That's not a lie. I had already read them before and then I was saving them all, bookmarking them. And I'm like, I'm going to go back, revisit them all. None of this is, I'm not talking to players, executives, insiders. I'm just reading what those people are saying. So I'm just kind of relaying all this information in one good all one place. Um, so, but that seems to kind of be the thought process is that, yeah, we're a whole bunch of sound and fury signifying nothing that will kind of end up with small tweaks, but mostly status quo. We're not getting the one big change everyone wants. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I, I agree there. I think the thing with the status quo though, like you, we are going to have to see something change in terms of, you know, percentage of revenues going to players because I mean, it's, it's basically at an all time low right now. I, what was it? A decade, 15, 20 years ago, players were getting 53, 50 to 55% of the revenue. I wish, somewhere I in wish there was, I wish there was an actual figure for that. I mean, yeah. the, the, that's very that's, much of an opinion, Jim. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the thought pro- that, that it, it was probably in the fifties. Yeah. You've seen as low as thirties right now. And, and right. that's the and that's the player's big grift is the revenues are increasing stag stat why am I saying payrolls salaries that's what I was looking for are staying if the same if not going down a little bit and that's that's their issue and I'm totally with them mm-hmm. yeah payrolls aren't going up exponentially with revenues I mean is they're they're not they're not going up in a proportionate amount of uh of dollars so yeah you got all-time record revenues and and you are getting you know all-time record deals done like you're seeing these mega deals that people are signing but um you know and i i'm under the impression that the owners really don't have an issue paying the mega stars mega money they don't have an issue with it they're fine with it their issue is they want to suppress the wages of the 90 percent of players and keep them under team control for as long as possible. Um, and, you know, and their, their, their reasoning behind that is, you know, competition for competition purposes. But at the same time, you know, you're, you're looking at the best players in baseball are going sometimes four years essentially, and they're making five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000 a year. Right. Um, so that's, that's the player's issue. And I, I mean, I get it. You're spending a lot of your time being super productive and not getting paid for it. That is, that's their, the players are putting it all as competition. We want competition to be better. We want teams to try. We don't like teams that aren't trying. 
And Jim, I know that's a particular uh, issue for you and especially with the pirates. Um, And, but they're, and the, and the owners on the other side are saying, well, we want to foster this competition. We want to, you know, we don't want to take players away from small markets. We don't want to take money away from small markets, but they're all, that's what they're saying. What both sides are actually meaning though, is players, we want more money through that competition. The owners are saying we want to spend less money or the same amount of money with the deal we have. So adult, it's they can say what they want, and actually both sides are being pretty uh, clear. Or they actually are kind of saying the players have been more clear than the owners. You know, we want more money. <laughs> the owners right. are saying, you know, uh, small markets, integrity, fans. No one cares about the fans, and and I don't think they should. This is this is a labor negotiation. The fans are not part of a labor negotiation, and. And labor negotiations are about money. It's fine. Just say that. That's what it's all about. It's your. It's an employer and the employee, and that friction is always going to be there because one side wants to make more, the other wants to not pay for it as little as possible. So that's the issue, and that's. I just find it extremely fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, baseball is a weird. I mean, it's sports in general. It's going to be weird because I feel like. You know, if you have a regular labor negotiation, right? Like Starbucks today it was the first Starbucks store. They they finally voted on a union, right? Like, and that's a big deal. People are like, yeah, way to go, Starbucks employees. <laughs> but like, you don't have like fans outside like cheering on Starbucks employees and getting like emotionally <laughs> invested into Starbucks employees um, or like just Starbucks in general. Like I love Starbucks, but you know, I'm not, I don't buy hundreds of dollars worth of Starbucks gear and spend money to, to watch Starbucks being made or things like that. Right. So sports is in like a unique situation. We just knock where... off the name and make it a morning show. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a weird situation <laughs> where like, yeah, it's a labor negotiation. Right. And you know, people should generally <laughs> always be in favor of labor. Right. Because people are labor. Um, in my opinion. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's like, why why is it when it comes to sports it's all of a sudden the opposite right well and, I, and it's it's because of the fan part right like we 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 invest more in the teams right it's more about the pirates and the steelers and the penguins you know like those those have those institutions have been around for 150 years if you're the pirates basically um players come and go but no matter what you know, you're going to, you're going to be a Pirates fan, right? Whether they have Brian Reynolds or, or not, you're going to be a Pirates fan. So I, th- I think that's just kind of, I, I understand the fans. Uh, I get both sides of the argument. I get why fans are like, let's, let's make it competitive. This should be, this should help us out. That You know, I, I understand that argument because it's just, it's different. It's just different with sports because that, that emotional involvement. Um <clears throat> And I know, I know you're not really an emotional involvement type of guy. I don't want to go too far down the weeds of my little back and forth recently, but that was my hang up. It's I don't, you will, or the indefinite you fans, whomever will use the word we, I do, I do not, I do not use the term we, because I'm not part of it. It's not, I'm not playing on the field. I'm not, I don't have a stake in it. And that's always, it's, I don't understand fan mentality. I don't. I just don't, there are more important things to me going on in my opinion to get so wrapped up in it. 
And that's kind of how I, and Tim has kind of said this is, you know, we've been back and forth and he's posted it as well as he wanted to have the 40,000 foot view of what's going on. And that's what I think I'm able to provide is, and that's why I was specifically mentioned the taboo words, salary cap. And in my last portion of the article, which, you know, it's everyone, the fans want it. So they think it's there. That's they think it's happening. They're being told it's going to happen. And no one's actually paying attention. Just, just because you want something doesn't mean it's actually, that's what is on the table. So that's why I'm trying, I try to keep uh, and detached. You know, a game, a game will end and I'll turn it off and, you know, I'll go tuck my daughter in because that's what's important to me. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's funny that like, no, I I feel like Pittsburgh fans, (laughs) Pittsburgh fans in particular are like all about the salary cap. No one else cares. Like no, nobody else cares. (laughs) It's literally just, there are other fan bases that care. Are there? there I don't know. There are. I I am sure that all four Rays fans care. (laughs) <laughs> do they they aren't even gonna have a team anymore they'll be in montreal the montreal That's race why there's only four of them i'm sure all seven athletics fans care yeah I, I mean there's there's definitely people out there that that are cheering on for a salary cap not just pirate fans and such but to ethan's point mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if they are because the mlb owners aren't and that will be mlbpa isn't mm-hmm. so there's no discussions of one even partaking so what are we even talking about no, i agree and that was about one of the only opinions I kind of mostly let slip in. I tried to keep it as mostly, this is what's happening. You know, I wanted people to know this is what's actually happening. Now Tyler knows out of the other two. I don't know. I said, I know I just read it. <laughs> so let's get into that then. So like, let's get into, okay, we, we, we have a lockout now. What next? What can we actually expect out of this? What can we expect the players to get? What can we expect the owners to get? I mean, I, I agree that, you know, the, the salary cap, salary floor, that's as much as some people are going to make a big deal of it in this market. It's just not, it's not on the table. It's not, it's not a possibility. Let me explain um, it real quick. The league floated it in their first and only official mm-hmm. proposal. Let me lead make one proposal. They say they were trying. That doesn't seem like trying to me, but it was in there. The play it, the players said, no, thank you. We're not doing this. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Mm-hmm. And they and the players are against it for many reasons. And then the owners know they're against it, but they thought this is our first go at it. Might as well try. And they said no. And then the owner said, OK, that's fine. And you know that they they took it away because the deal was tied to twenty nine and a half years for free agency. But the owners now aren't taking that. So, you know, that the two were were tied. You couldn't you couldn't have one without the other, and it also meant a significantly decreased tax line. But now the league is offering to raise it, and so that's so you know that that offer is off the table. So there's nothing as you said. There's nothing to discuss. But I at least just wanted to to just say how why we know that this that's the case, and that's the thought process behind it. So there are other things to discuss. Yeah, so I, I think I so said we we mentioned it before. Big issue with the players is getting paid more quicker, right? Younger mm-hmm. players getting paid more than they are right now. Um, owners obviously are are wanting some things like expanded playoffs. They're wanting um, you know maybe some some rule changes, things like that. Uh, but but it sounds like those are even 
Probably well, if you would have read Ethan's table. article, you would have found out that both players and owners are kind of okay with the expanded playoffs, but players want 12 teams and owners want 14. I read the article. You didn't. I'm just setting up the question for Ethan to explain it, Tyler. <laughs> the players, and this is what I, I built my whole article around. I thought, I want to contribute something to this space, but what is it? And a while back, The Athletic published a piece in which, word for word, they they gave the players the players were looking for. There's four main tenets, and I'll just read them right off my screen. Incentivizing competition, ensuring the most talented players are on the field, reducing artificial restraints on competition, getting players their value earlier in their career. So the the players are basically coming with a four-pronged approach, and I think I counted nine, basically, proposals under those four, and the owners are open to some of them and totally against some of them. The revenue-sharing bit, Totally against, which that's a very interesting one. If you guys want to discuss that, I thought I had a very apt metaphor for it. Um, I do. But go ahead. We can discuss when it, I, the the league is totally against the service time, and the players have kind of accepted that's probably something we're never going to fix. The manipulation part of it, so they kind of have an interesting idea, but again, the leagues aren't going for it. The free agency leagues not having it, and. Again, it's all there, there are some that the oh the significant raises to the CBT. No, and that's why I use the air quotes. The league says, "Oh, we're offering to raise it by a whole four million dollars, <laughs> a one percent increase, and less than one percent for the rest of the the term." And that's kind of where the players one of the big missteps of the last two. They were like no raises in the 2016. No, eleven to sixteen. The, it was basically stayed static the entire time, and that was a big misstep on the on because it should be going up. Is as as we talked about, revenues are going up, salaries should be going or how much you can pay in salary should go up, but it's not, and that's one of the big hangups between the two. I could probably keep talking, but I mean, oh, the draft <laughs> order too—that's another one. That's probably yeah, not all nine, but so. Of everything that's happening other than the universal DH, what do you think is the most likely thing that the players win out of this? Because the universal uh, DH is probably a win for everyone. Most likely. I don't know how it's going to come, know what it's going to look like, but younger players will get paid more. The owners are offering actually a three-tiered structure, which is different than what is instituted right now. There's one minimum for all one to three salary or one to three years of service. And they were offering a minimum for one year, minimum for two, minimum for three. And of course, the players thought it should be higher. Uh, no, in, no indication of how high. The None of them uh, went up above a million as far as the league was proposing. So I'd assume probably somewhere in the $1 million to $3 million range. But like I said, there's no reporting on how high the players want, just that they want it higher. Um, but... Even more important than the minimum increase, uh, the players are one, hoping for a bonus pool of some kind, where basically, like Brian Reynolds makes the All Star team this year, he gets a significant pay for that because he's earning it, you know. And the and the owners aren't necessarily against that either. I think I, they're more apt to pay if someone earns it. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I can't wait until team starts suppressing All Star votes. <laughs> Like it's service time. <laughs> That's true. Instead of, instead of the Twitter accounts being like, vote Brian Reynolds, it'll be like, oh no, vote. <laughs> Radio silent. Miguel Cabrera. <laughs> yeah, vote someone else. Vote for these I guys. Vote this for Twitter was hacked. 
<laughs> well, we've seen that. I mean, I guess we, there, every once in a while you'll see like players not hit their plate appearances or their innings limits. I don't. Like, I don't know how much. Bit. I don't. Know I don't know how, how much you guys <laughs> value David Sampson's opinion. I used to listen to his podcast. I kind of gave up on it. There was some things I didn't like that he was talking about. And, but that's one of the things as an executive he swore by. He said, "We do this." He said, "We we pay attention to how many innings. If you got an incentive, mm-hmm. we're taking you off the field." And and we saw who was it? Ivan Nova a couple years back, right? The yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I think it was him. It was it was something quite clearly he could have made another start, and he yeah he, he, he was it was something he was pushed back or he, it's not like he didn't make the start. It was he didn't. Yeah, make I'm pretty two sure with him it was game starts. Game started right, isn't that? What yeah. escalator was and you, and you can't you yeah. you can only put clauses into contracts um not like performance contracts mm-hmm. so you can't say oh if you hit 300 it's if you hit x amount of plate appearances innings games finished so basically were you on the field not how did you perform while you were on the field now you can do like if you make the all-star team yeah, if yeah. you win an award, those those come into play. But but yeah, from like a stats standpoint, the performance stats and, standpoint, yeah, those don't. And the thing about those is, try as hard as I might on the couple inside sources I have, I think they that meant that one to three contracts, zero to three contracts have those in them. I just don't know to what level. Uh, like mm-hmm. I still, I do know that Brian Reynolds I have on the authority made ten thousand dollars for his R star appearance. I, but I don't know if your run-of-the-mill pre-arbitration contract has that in your. I and again, it's just ten thousand. Like so, the league is or the players are probably looking for more, probably looking for a bigger. This, I don't. I, the league again. The league's suggesting comes from one source. The players are suggesting it's coming from another. But both agree that you know we're open to this. So I think that's it. That's one thing you're definitely going to see. And that's what I was trying when I was reading. Where do the two sides agree right now? Because if they agree now, not like they're going to diverge later down the road. So let's talk a little bit more about the zero to three years of service time, right? Because I brought this up in my, you know, I, I, it was DK put up his like 30 points or whatever. So I made my, I made my eight points. Right? I read, I read Alex's. I don't generally, I don't yeah. read as much of his. <laughs> But uh, one so of my 30, Jim, I feel like you're a little, a little overboard. I think it was like, it was, one, one. <laughs> it, it was like, it was like I was reading like points Woodrow for what Wilson or something, but was it stuff he wants to see in the, in yeah, the, yeah. We're one to 29 salary cap. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. But my, um, so I put in there, you know, minimum salary of a million dollars after one year of service time, one and a half after two go to 2 million. Right. So that was, that was my proposal, right? That I made and, and part of my eight points. <laughs> but uh, um, so I want to kind of just talk about that because <clears throat> I think I think I, I agree with you. Like we're going to see some sort of change there. I don't know if we'll see one to one and a half to two million. I think those are reasonable numbers, but we'll see how that goes. But I also want to kind of say the flip side here, like that that right there, Gary, that that gets the players. You know, under that, we're looking at one and a half. Two and a half, three and a half million. Wait, I'm not, no, I can't do math. One, three, four and a half million dollars we're getting right over three years. Um, is it possible? Because part of this whole thing is 
owners aren't spending money in free agency and for players who are past arbitration, because why would I pay even in, even in arbitration that too? Yeah. I mean, you look at the pirates moves, right? They were all based around, they, they, there were a lot of people who you could have, who you could have, you know, released from this roster a few weeks ago. The people they picked were the ones in arbitration, right? Um, so by doing that, could you potentially make that process of, okay, after three years now, we're cutting career short. Now we're cutting career short after one or two years because we're not even going to pay you a million dollars. Like we're not even going to pay you a million dollars. We're not even going to pay you a half, a million and a half because we can get the exact same caliber player like you for who has zero service time as opposed to you who has a year of service time. So I wrote something yeah. similar and this is actually a thought I kind of had myself and then it was reinforced by a Buster Olney article I'd write. So I always feel good whenever something like that happens. Mm -hmm. But he was suggesting sources <clears throat> who were saying inside the game, the uh, the players might want to watch this because if you move sir, or arbitration algae back from three years to two, all you're doing is possibly increasing the non-tender pool. And if you have more mm -hmm. players who are non-tendered, you got more free agents, more supply, price goes down, basic economics. Mm -hmm. And now I can totally see that. And if, again, if owners are less apt to pay arbitration salaries, then sure, you're right back where you're started, which could be an issue. And I think it was an agent or something quoted in the story that said, unless teams have a pressure to pay, like you're basically being forced to pay, then you're probably not going to get any better off than where you started. Mm -hmm. um, now, an another interesting idea I have as far as raising the minimums is right now, the calculus is if you pay a player, you don't want to pay a veteran three, five, four, five million dollars if you can pay an, a, a rookie 500,000. But if you have to pay a minimum player $3 million, $5 million, whatever it is, are you more apt to pay that veteran for a little bit more? So not only maybe are you – yeah, sure, maybe you're decreasing the amount paid to – or amount paid to a, a younger player. Now you might even be increasing the amount of veterans who are, who are seeing their time relate to other players a whole, go down significantly. That was another interesting, very interesting part of Travis Sawchick's story that I quoted in my story. It's the the swing from veteran plate appearances, war produced, is and as opposed to younger players, is just fascinating. It's just could have done a complete one eighty almost. Yeah. And so, so that's also I think the union would like. You know, we want to give some of our more veteran members throw them a bone. That possibly could be a way to do it. I don't, again, just by simply significantly raising the minimum salary. And then guess what also raising the minimum salary does? If, say you have a $5 million minimum, real quick math, that's $130 million salary floor. Um, now, of course, you're just simply paying the same people you would be, just more money, but mm -hmm. it's still an effective much higher floor, well, which gives everyone honest. what they want. Kevin Newman would be out of a job if we had minimum salaries of like two and a half million because you can get the same damn production from some scrub in triple A for a quarter. That is one thing I'm wondering. He's, but. he's agreed to a $1.9 million deal. Say his, the new minimum in the new, in the new deal is 2 million. What happens to his salary? I was thinking about that recently. I wonder if it goes up. Is it grandfathered in? I don't know. 
I'm just I'm stuff that goes on in my head. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm just talking about tell Ethan here, but I feel like it'd be grandfathered in. They'd have like steps to it, right? Something like I would assume it would go into effect in a few years, like it would be gradually implemented somehow. Yeah, I would. Uh, well, but not if you raise a minimum immediately. But I feel like that would be next year that it would have to take effect because this year's already Maybe. done with, like you're saying, right? Well, so probably less than ten. Do it. Probably less. Well. Less than ten percent of these minimum contracts are probably agreed to have pen to paper right now. They tendered deals in November thirtieth, but they didn't sign. Mm-hmm. But that's not the same as signing. Mm-hmm. You don't agree to a deal until March. Um, so there's no, unless you're Michael Perez or Kevin Newman or Ben Gamble, there's no. You don't have an amount on your contract yet. Right. But like you guys were saying earlier about it possibly hurting players, a guy like Kevin Newman's probably out of a job if we have minimum salaries for guys in their third or fourth year. Someone has to have a job. Yeah, some guy. That's he could be, but, but on the other end, for a lot. So like cheaper. the point I was getting at is um, now I'll tell you what. So I listened to Pierre Moreland talked about this a little bit today. He made some really good points, and I think a lot of it deals around. Well, I should say I shouldn't. He more or less preferences it as a lot of it just dealt around competition, right? It's not so much like you're just squeezing the middle guys out because, like Jim says, you can just throw a AAA guy in there, and he's going to give you the same production. They're not like these guys are probably better. The difference is you have so many teams that are tanking. Why pay that player, like Ethan saying, the $5 million when the goal isn't to win anyway? So the goal isn't to have a better player. The goal is to be cheap and lose. So let me go ahead and slide this $500,000 AAA guy in there. So that's where I feel a lot of it. And so to the Pirates' point, right? Let's preference over to the Pirates here. Chad Cool, you know, I mean, you can make that argument. You're doing it with Kevin Newman, but like Chad Cool is. Not good. He wasn't good, but he's, he's a major leaguer. And for the Pirates, it wouldn't make sense for them to keep him because even though we need starting pitching all over the place, why pay him $3 million when we can just go ahead and, and sign and get this guy for $500,000 in here and there's a net savings of $2.5 million. So I think that's where a lot of it is. Like hearing his side of it kind of makes sense. Like we have so many teams that are tanking and the goal isn't to win. It's not even so much that the talent gap is the problem, you know, that it's so close. It's just the fact that, well, the goal isn't to win. There's no incentive to win, right? The incentive is almost to lose right now in this structure. So let's go cheap here and we can continue to lose. So I think it, like you're talking about Ethan in the article as well, which they brought up is having like the lottery kind of helps in that uh, having where you can't have the top draft pick, you know, for more than three years helps that because now there's not an incentive to just stay at the bottom like the Orioles have for so long. And just ride that out. You got to start winning. You have to go into accelerated mode. Think about it. The Pirates wouldn't be able to pick top five. Let me. They pick what one and four, or they yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was four and one. No, Mm -hmm. seven one. They will be four. That's it. Okay. So this this season twenty twenty two, are they going to want to be as bad? Are they going to? actually try in 2022 as opposed to not because they wouldn't be allowed to pick top five in the upcoming draft under that uh, system. And Donardo, as you're saying, and I do think the players are guising this all as competition. And of course it's because they want more, but competition raises prices. And well, sometimes in economics, I'm thinking of something different, but say a free agent hits the market and 25 teams are trying for him. Maybe there are five, mm-hmm. you know, who are set at shortstop, set at catcher, whatever. They don't need them. But 
as opposed to maybe five teams who are bidding on the player right now, 25 teams, they bid against each other. They're trying hard. Everyone wants them. Price goes up. Same, that trickles down, hopefully. <laughs> and everyone is trying. Everyone's spending more. Fans are happy. No one's actively trying to lose. And I saw that the players, if they can figure out something to actually make teams want to try, I do think a lot of these problems are fixed potentially. Of course, I don't never say never, but I do think that that is, that really could help to foster a, a environment of trying, which doesn't just kind of doesn't exist right now. Problem is there's not really a good solution that is going to, there's work not a, there's not it. a fix all. I don't think you can. So, so if I you read my, so if you read my points, right, my eight points, <laughs> I, Screw I, your article, Ethan. I, Jim's got some points. He's got a, you know, I agree. I agree with the draft lottery system. I spent right? 15 hours over oh, the last three I spent days. A good 15 seconds on these points, Ethan. And there were, there were eight of them, Ethan. Eight. Hold on. You no, have like me I'm... on special. Let's talk about Jim's eight points. So, Screw your 7,000. No, 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 this goes into what we were talking about, though. So, draft lottery, at least it doesn't guarantee that tanking gets you you know the top pick it, i mean you're likely to get it still but but if yeah it's top, it's, if it's top three teams as the as the league's yeah. opposing i think it needs to be more i the, oh, i agree the, I agree I, the players They're are what it. eight i kind of like the nba system where it's like what is it 15 teams like, i guess I mean, third it's yeah third, so. it's, it's it's isn't it all it's all well, it's all non non-playoff so it's 14 teams okay i want to so, think that the nba does to be honest with you yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they do they do a lot of things right, um, but what I was saying to help with the tanking, it is you points. can't you can't finish you can't finish in the bottom third of the MLB standings for three straight years. So for 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 at some point in a three year span, you have to be a top twenty Major League Baseball team, or. Jim, why don't we just go picks. soccer and just relegate teams? No, no, I'm not. No, that would be great. Don't get me wrong; that would be amazing. That's I was literally going to say relegation Harsh, might be one yeah. of the only ways. So, don't relegate. But if if you if you've don't gone relegate, delegate, if you've gone three straight years, regulate. If you've gone three straight years in the bottom ten, you lose your first round pick the next year. You don't what get a pick. Ex- what if we expand and add another team? Then what? Bottom ten, yeah. bo- the, the bottom third, bottom third, the bottom well, third of the league. Off, then it's not a well. It, cha- it changes. Could have it be a third of a team now. I don't care what the number is. Pick whatever number you want, <laughs> right? But what I'm saying is, you can't tank basically for three straight years. So what Ethan was saying, if you're if you're the Pirates and you just finished thirtieth and then twenty sixth and back to back years, you don't want to lose a draft pick. So you're gonna try like hell to at least be a top 20 team. If you're a top 20 team, that means you're in a playoffs playoff race at least. You know, you're in a wild card race probably. Um, at least until probably 2 weeks left in the year. So it at least makes things more competitive, more fun for the fans, right? We don't don't want to bring the fans into it, but it makes it more fun for the fans. And it makes it so that these teams have to actually try every once in a while. Yeah, you can go through a rebuild if you want. But you can only do it for two years. After two years, you got to then start trying. While we're just throwing out radical ideas, let's just eliminate minor league teams, make players get to the majors quicker, eliminate jobs, layoffs. 
and then you can't tank. Wait, didn't they do that already? <laughs> Whoa! Hey, it fixes everything. Players. Get I feel like they get paid. Quicker. That's more radical than my idea. <laughs> I yeah, don't but... like your idea, though, Jim. I like my idea. I don't want to wait. Eight I, years I don't for my guy in like letters. it. You should be penalized for sucking. You you should, but I don't truly like that because you could also try, and maybe your team just sucks. You're right. You could. And then you know? that's so that I think that hurts. Like, shame. like what that if you were, for yeah, for example, like what if you were the Cubs embraces suck and you, you just not go anywhere. So you, you, at this point in time, you figure, all right, we're going to sell off. You end the, you, you're trying to begin the year, the end of the year, you're selling off. Now you become mm-hmm. in the bottom. Your first year of actually like doing the rebuild is year two. Mm-hmm. And then you're already in year three. But I think that can get tricky. No, you got to spend money to at least, but win. To be in the top twenty, you got to win seventy-five games. I think you could do something towards that. It's just what? I think if you're in the bottom third, because here's the thing too: like if you do that, then every team's trying to compete. And I don't think it, you might get to the point. You might, you're not, because it's MLB and it's their owners. But you're probably going to get to the point where everyone's now trying to compete, and it turns into less of payroll issues and more of you're the Cleveland Browns, your ownership and front office is terrible, and that's why you're not winning. So if you have terrible What's wrong with that? executives, that should be, that should be and you're giving less to work with, then you're like just in you're you're just you're done. Your no, franchise is folding. No, the way you get better is by spending money at the major league level, and then eventually, bam, then you're back in the draft. But they could. Okay. They just aren't good at evaluating talent and developing would, talent. So that's their I'm fault. Not, <laughs> I'm not totally gonna say that that spending equals winning. I've never felt that way. And I the, the numbers suggest it too. So there is something to Donardo saying that <laughs> you could just be, well, I'm not, I'm not going to correlation. You don't believe correlation. correlation. <laughs> that's, causation. that's I learned that one time. You are not, more but, likely to be a good baseball team. If you spend than if you don't just because the race, I don't know. The Rays throw a wrench. The Rays and A's throw a wrench and everything and make this. Just because they're super smart. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the, terrible the, to watch if you're a fan. Let's put it this way. You have attached. less re, You have less excuses of why you can't Your margin for if error you have is more much money. smaller. True. That's how I've always viewed it. Yes. Same. That's how yeah. I absolutely look at it. Okay. So the Yankees and Dodgers can eat and pay for their mistakes. Or some of the more smaller markets. But it it also brings around to the other, and again, maybe we'll go back around to this revenue sharing pit a uh, bit. It's yes, because I want how get- much how much do you believe that these teams who claim they're so bad, who need so much help, how much do you believe what they're selling? Is it because they have no money? It's it is very much hinges on that. We don't know if they do or not. They're the ones who know. And that's kind of what it, do they seriously need? Does the field need leveled somehow? Does it? And again, I don't, I'm of the opinion if it were, if this were me in a perfect world, the Dodgers are spending $500 million and the Pirates are spending 150 to 200, and everyone's trying as hard as they can, pushing it as much. And if, in theory, though, you're still, there's still a gap. Yes. Um, but maybe the, that the Dodgers are just paying Mookie Betts 50 million a year and the, and the Pirates are paying, Whoever they, there's probably a better player than they have now, but it's, you know, 15 to 20, and everyone's making a whole lot more than what they're making now. And I think part of it is just you would look at a $600 million contract, what? And, and just, you know, fans would just not, 
buy that, but I think there's the money there for that, probably. In, in the perfect world, that's how I view it. But I think it's, again, it's answering that question. Is that something, is revenue sharing needed? Is, is, are all those mechanisms necessary? In a perfect world, there's revenue sharing and everyone's spending up to the whatever they have allotted. Right. So that's why I want to really get into the revenue stuff because you you made a good analogy of this, okay? And I liked hearing that because, you know, when you hear that the Players Association says they don't want it, I was taken back. Like, what are you talking about? This is giving more money to teams like the Pirates and Rays to spend on you and you want to cut that that cord from them that took me back. So for one, I want you to talk a little bit about that. But the other thing too, like this is what's always bothered me about when you talk, start talking like their baseball needs no cap and teams can spend. And I get that. Like, could the Pirates spend more in my mind? Yes. Could, could the A spend more? Like, could all these other teams spend more? Yes. But ultimately, if you're asking those questions about those teams, then the answer is absolutely yes to the Dodgers and Yankees and Cubs. So it's like, if you feel like the, the pirates can spend 150 million, cool. But what did you solve? Because if they can do that, then the Dodgers will go out there and spend 600 million, like you said, and we're in the same situation. We are now, as far as teams go, it's just, which is good for the players. The players are winning, but the economics of baseball, the air quotes, problems of baseball still exist. They're just at a much higher level instead of, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 million to 200 million. It's now 150 million, which is cool, but 600 million for the Dodgers. And there's still the big bad Dodgers who can just throw money around. It doesn't necessarily solve those problems that just players would make more money. And that's what I'm, what I, what, what I would like to see. I'm not, I get that. And that's, and that's true. But to me, there is, there is still an economic dynamic between markets. Like there's still, a big market and small market do exist. Like if you want to talk about facts, like factually speaking, LA Absolutely. is much bigger than Pittsburgh. So for the people, like this is what, when I was going to back with gone posting, right, Kevin, a little bit about this. Like this is my biggest thing. Like I see these issues and I do feel teams and these owners can spend more, but I don't think that solves the problem because it's, I don't foresee Steinbrenner's being like, Oh no, the pirates offered this guy $30 million. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to sign him now. He's going to say, well, screw you, Bob Nutting. I can spend $35 million. You know, like they're not going to allow the pirates to, to win world series by spending money. They're just going to ultimately also spend money, you know? So like, I still feel like these issues would still exist and that's why I also do tie into the fact that you are absolutely correct about these labor arguments. They, they're not for the fans. They're not about the fans. But what I do think does matter is if you lose fans, you lose money. And if you're not, if you're not thinking about that as well, in these negotiations, you could be missing out on stuff. Like you could be getting too small-minded in these and lose out on your product, if that makes sense. Sports is interesting in that it's an entertainment product. It's also an on-field product. It's your because the, I've always kind of thought, well, the players shouldn't really care what the fans have to say because they're just trying to win. But that is diametrically opposed to what the Pirates as an organization they're trying to sell the game to their fans, their customers, and so those 
those goals don't necessarily align. And I will admit, this will be me laying it all bare. I tweeted something about this several a month or so back. I am pro or I'm anti-cat because I consider myself pro player, but I don't, I'm not smart enough to make the argument of, well, am I wrong in that stance is, is I'm not an economist. I don't, I can't explain my opinion. It's just in that why my opinion is that simply, I just, I don't want, I don't want the, the onus or the, the owners to say, well, I'm not spending. So this is what we have to do. I'm not going to do it. So Evan Drellich had said it in one of a podcast I, I listened to and I posted it to my Twitter because I liked it. It was that's the owners bringing water to a fire they started. And I don't think we should let them off the hook for that. That's just that's that's kind of my philosophical side of it. But I can't I can't say for sure from a again, like an economics point of view, is a cap not best? I have opinions, but I don't. I don't know. So I can't totally argue for it, which is why I kind of try not to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I say that I'm anti-cap, mm-hmm. but I don't try to argue it if that, because I, I, I can't. Right. And, and I mean, if you look at, I mean, the argument for the people who are pro cap, right. Are it's all fan. It's all fan side. Right. But like you, well, and you can also make the argument, Hey, like look at the NFL, right? Like let's look at the NFL. The NFL is a, They've got a cap. They've got a floor. They've got a full-on revenue sharing system. Every team makes the exact same amount of money. It, it, it's it's basically you know like a utopia for everybody. The owners are making a ton of money. The players are for the most part making a ton of money. You know there was a dispute you know a few years back, but like no one in the NFL is like is hurting. Like the NFL is thriving in really all aspects of it, right? So it's like if you look at that. Are you, do you say, okay, you know, this is working there. And, and I know Pittsburgh in particular, you know, Pittsburgh fans look at the Penguins. The Penguins wouldn't be the Penguins without a salary cap. They couldn't have Sidney Crosby. They couldn't have Evgeny Malkin. They couldn't have Chris Latte. They couldn't have all these stars on their team without a salary cap. They couldn't, the, the Steelers wouldn't, be, I mean, maybe the Steelers, cause they're a little bit different. They're like a, they're a national team really. But like the Penguins are a perfect, perfect case scenario where, you know, even the Penguins can have superstars and keep them there forever, um, you know, because of a salary cap. If it wasn't for that, it might not happen. And uh, and that's made the Penguins competitive, right? They they won the lottery, they they got the best player in the world, and for the next two decades, they are Stanley Cup contenders, right? So, I mean, I, I can see how fans can be like, I want that for baseball. I want, if we draft somebody, why can't we keep him forever, right? Why can't we go back to the to the 60s and 70s where, hey, we got this Roberto Clemente guy and this Willie Stargell guy, and why can't we go and just keep them for 20 years and win three World Series, right? I, I, I see the argument, like I, I, and I'm with you. I don't know what's better for fans the salary cap system is probably better, right? It probably is. But I, I mean, <laughs> I, and again, I would just take it from that's not who you should be trying to appease. I mean, I just wrote a couple of things down. What I don't that a cap is ensuring profit. You're fixing cost for the that this is what we're going to spend, and we can't. We're not going to spend more, and so 
if 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 you're gonna fix it at fifty percent, why not just say, well, just spend fifty five. If you just you know just Mm -hmm. just do it. And I know that's a pie in the sky idea. It's it's ideal. It's idealistic, and to expect the ownership to say, well, fifty. You know, I'm just gonna spend fifty five because. And that's just, and again, that's, I understand my opinion is mostly that opinion. So again, I try not, I, I will, that's one of the things I'll share my opinion, but, or just basically, you know, I'll just say I'm anti-cap. I don't like the idea of it, but it's, I try not to argue against it. And rolling back to the analogy Denardo started talking about that I wrote about, and it's, it all hinges on it. It's do these teams actually need it? And if I, if I could say, well, just sign that player, Jim, that you said oh, I drafted and brought up and just, just sign them, but maybe they truly can't. <laughs> and we don't know that. And maybe they could, but then that would cap or cap them off at the knees somewhere else. And, and that maybe it's not actually financially prudent. Again, I don't know. I'm betting that it's probably more prudent than what they would lead you to believe. I'm not saying it's totally viable. And it's such a hard uh, because i get i hate Mm -hmm. i hate things in which there is no answer i love answers and to me i just don't feel like there's an answer here and it really irks me and i wish there was but i i don't know it personally to be fair fair here i know ethan's talked about not wanting to appease the fans but if we break this thing hold this whole thing down to the bottom the fans are the consumers you kind of have to appease the fans at some point but i mean tyler electrical workers have unions right i'm not like i i buy electricity i have lights on above me don't they realize without me they don't have a job but i'm not horning in on the electrical unions negotiations you know (laughs) That's fair, but let me let me let me tie the two together here because I, I get that aspect. This is why sports is different. Let's go back to what Jim talked about when Starbucks, right? And, and I think it's New York, right? They formed the union here, mm-hmm. right? I think the, the thing is the difference here is if it wasn't the employees that were doing this, right? It was the actual coffee. The coffee itself is saying we want these or we're not providing coffee anymore. And the beans, Mr. Is that way? yeah, yeah, the beans. Let's say the coffee beans are going on, yeah, <laughs> right. Which was Howard Schultz. I think he's not there anymore, but whatever, right? So, so Starbucks and the coffee beans now go into a labor, you know, dispute. They hash it out. The beans get what they want. Starbucks gets what they want, right? But Storage ultimately, and, and making these things come together and agree on stuff and both get what they want. The coffee sucks, and because the coffee sucks now. No one's buying the coffee anymore. And because they were so focused, this is where Tyler's coming in on this, because they were so focused on getting what they wanted, they missed out on actually what drives revenue so they both can grow and get the money they want. And now because the coffee sucks, Starbucks goes away, and no one's buying it anymore. I need coffee and I need baseball. Or I need coffee. I I don't need baseball. That's a great analogy because you're right. The players, which is the labor, yeah, they they're the labor, but they actually are like the, the electrician. Like like right? that's the difference. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. up and saying, Ethan, you're such a great electrician. I want to watch you do this work because you're so fantastic at it. I'm just enabled. Like I love your work. He's and the I'm, I'm, of I'm, right. I'm I'm buying your tickets, 
right? You're going to be on, you know, on seventh street today. I can't wait. I'm showing up there. I'm watching you do this work. That doesn't happen. You're just, you're just labor. It needs to be done. Right. When you need an electrician, you need an electrician point blank. No one needs baseball. It's entertainment value. And I can go to the NBA if I want. I can go to NFL if I want. I can just not care about baseball anymore because I'm tired of these two sides arguing. I'm tired of this and that, whatever. It's boring anymore. Manfred's a terrible freaking commissioner. Like, I'm just done with baseball. That's why I, I think the problem of this exists. And that's why and it's I'm, unique. And I'm not totally anti against it. I would like to try and work our way out of this. I don't know how long we plan on going. I thought not something I want to talk to for half an <laughs> yeah, hour. No, no, but, no, that's fine. But that's but <laughs> like the NBA, when you said, oh, they do it right. There is a there are huge to salary differences in the NBA, despite the the existence of a cap, because they have a soft cap and they can pay to keep their own players and owners will spend out the nose over the cap. Like MLB owners won't spend an extra three million dollars if it means them going over the luxury tax. NBA teams are cutting 70 million dollar luxury tax checks. What is it about NBA teams that make them want to do that? I don't know. Um, One of the so. Is there a system in which that works? It sure seems that way. But again, I'm just antithetical to my ideals as a person. And I mean, I'll even say, you know, LeBron James is making whatever he is a year or, you know, Mike Conley makes 40, 50 million dollars a year. But the fact that it's a max contract irks me. There shouldn't be a max. So if they could build something in the MLB that that, you know, there's no max salary, there's a soft cap that maybe there's a soft floor I'm that. that i'm all I could in probably cap yeah i could in. probably live with it mm-hmm. uh, the idea of making it hard you know saying i mean I'll go back to the nba they they had 57 percent of the revenues a couple cbas ago they're down to a band of 49 to 51 like and that's another argument i'll make is eventually you know oh they'll make more money the league's coming for it it's, <laughs> at some point you know you, you tie yourself to that they're gonna want more and I just I think the players need have deserve more of it. They should deserve. There shouldn't be a cap on what they can make. There should be a free market. Teams should want to play to pay them. And again, maybe it's ideal. It's ideological, or that's not the right word. It's you know pie in the sky thought. But that's just kind of how I think I feel about it. I think, and I and I agree with you there. Like teams should want to pay the money, right? So then it's like, okay, how do we incentivize the teams to do this, right? So that's that's kind of going back to this, you know, there there should be there should be incentives for winning, which I guess you can say that there are, but then but there there should be penalties for losing. So that's I feel like a penalty is going to change behavior more than an incentive would, because I think the owners are just fine and dandy with what they have. Like they're, they're, they're fine. The owners would just, the owners would sign up tomorrow to just extend the same, same deal. I don't think they would have an issue with just saying, let's just keep going what we're doing. Um, I think Jim says he didn't read it. I'm not totally sure. Maybe he did. He just doesn't know it. Osmosis or something that seeped through. <laughs> like that is, I, I wrote that and the players are so behind in what they're trying to get because the owners like what they have now. Mm-hmm. So if you have one side saying, well, we want this, 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 and this, literally nine argue or nine things main proposals I'm reading eight in the league. <laughs> yes. That's Jim's eight points. <laughs> but in my, in my 400 point article, there were nine points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the league is saying, well, we would like bigger playoffs and that's kind of it. 
<laughs> because, well, we would like rule changes, but we can institute them ourselves. So might as well not give that up, that chip up. And we'd like an international draft, but you guys were silly enough to cap international spending last time. So we don't need that. And so if you have nothing you can give in negotiations, how are you going to win them? And I think that's a big issue. And that's why I think, Tyler, way back when we started this, it's, that's why I don't see a whole lot of change because the owners don't want it and they don't need it. And short, they, they'll give on something, mostly to get the expanded playoffs, which is why I think they'll probably will that'll happen in what form, who knows. But it's because you have to give up something to get something. and, and it's, I, But the, the players, I do think, are asking for too much right now. They have to realize they can't win it all. You can't make up their last two or three CBAs worth of losses all in, in one. You just you can't do it. So focus on what you really want, figure out whatever that is, and really push for that. And then maybe if you can get something else. I would love to see incentives to winning. I just don't know. Is a draft, is a draft order, is a the qualifying offer, is is there the things on the table right now, I don't think it's, there's any panacea out there. Did we lose Ethan? We He's frozen have... on my screen. <laughs> I mean, he really hates talking about this cap, huh? <laughs> he gave up He's on like, us. He's like, I'll make sure. He's like, I don't have to exit out of this conversation. He's like, like, He just—he's back. He's back. You guys got tired of me. <laughs> was it just me? All—all all four of our screens were spinning black. I don't. It was just me. Yeah, it was just you. <laughs> My computer's getting tired of hearing me talk. Yeah, that might so be So one, one thing I did want to state, though, because um, I want you to explain it, because I think you said it so well in your article. Like I said, you talked about going back to me talking about the revenue sharing, like how would the MLBPA not want revenue sharing happen, right? I loved that metaphor. We got it. We got to talk. You talked about the parents, because, again, that kind of took me back. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. When you explained it and you made the analogy, I'm like, this actually makes a lot of sense now. So explain to us why MLBPA – doesn't want that to happen. A little, a little TMI first. That was a shower thought, actually. <laughs> and I hopped out of the shower and I texted right. Tim, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I can't lose this idea. <laughs> the, the, I've, I've been there. The players want seemingly teams to stand on their own and not suck off the system. And oh, phrasing. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so sorry that if they take I money out of this. <laughs> <laughs> if they take money out of the system, they kind of think that's how it could be. So I made it analogous of the big market teams are parents to a college student that's, you know, just graduated, needs to move home, find a pl- until they find a place, find a job, whatever. And the parents say, fine, you know, you can sleep in your old room, but we need you to contribute. We need you to pay some rent. We need you to buy some groceries. And yeah, okay, we have that agreement. Maybe they even made it in writing and they were very rude and mean parents. But they, and then a couple months down the line, the, the student or the, the kids like going out partying, spending all their money doing whatever, and they're not holding up their end of the bargain. So the parents say, well, you're gone. Did you make this tweet about me? I don't think it wasn't a tweet. It was, it was my 400 points. It was, <laughs> <laughs> and so the players are basically saying, we need to kick those kids out because all they're going they they are not holding up their end of the bargain they are not doing what they said they would 
they're not living in the spirit of the agreement and they need to get out and do it on their own. And so if the players are basically saying the big market teams are funding these small market teams, I made this point in my article, the pirates more than likely their payrolls, not even this year, but last year were probably covered in total by revenue sharing. So, but the pirates were horrible. So why, and the big markets hate this too. Actually, they don't like to see their money go to waste. They hate giving their money away to, to fund these rebuilds and the players don't like it either. So you take that incentive away and you say, you need to try, or you need, you need to become better. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to make, make yourself better. Don't just live off our dollar, make yourself better. And that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and, but again, then I took it another step further to put a little Dave Ramsey in there. Does the college student have a business degree or do they have a, a did they major in left-handed puppetry and the left-handed puppetry? If you believe what they say would be the pirates, we don't have the money to do that. We can't. And again, so that just, that goes all the way back to what we were talking. Do you trust that that's actually what is happening? And do they literally need that money? And if, if they do, then the players are probably misjudging it. But I don't think the players think that. And the players have access to the books. They know what teams are making. They, they know teams are bringing in more money than what they actually are on. They've, you know, they don't like Wrigleyville. They don't like the, what's the new place outside of uh, Atlanta. Uh, the Pirates are trying even yeah. for it now on the North right. Shore. You know, they don't, or the BAM Tech money or... All the outside revenues that teams are bringing in, they don't like that that's not going to them. So you take their revenue sharing away. Say, do this on your own. Become self-sufficient. And I do think there's some credence to that. Like I said with Denardo, Denardo said, you first read it and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But then you really start to think about it. And you're like, there's at least a point, I think. There's a point there. And I, I think I that goes back to our, our topic of incentivizing teams to do better. That could be mm -hmm. one way to do it. Right. Because, I mean, like, in a, talking about the draft again, if it were up to me, there'd be no draft. I don't think something like that is fair to the employee, you know, bring, this is where you're going to work. This is what, how much you're going to work for. But in that same way, the vein, take the draft away, have free agency, make teams, those bad teams that are relying on those bad picks mm -hmm. or top picks, make them try. Make them make you know the store owner that says well we have to do this this and this to bring in the customers or else we're going to die and make the teams do that you know make them say well we're going to build the best facilities that players want to come we're going to foster winning we're going to do this this and this instead of just well we can sit back kick our feet up because we have a 50 to 100 million dollar revenue check coming in and that's just revenue sharing we also have national some national tv we have you know whatever and just let, rest on their laurels. The idea being don't let them rest on their laurels. I do think there's some re reasonable thought process to that. I feel like another analogy to that is like, you know, if you're a college, if you're a college fan, like Vanderbilt being in the SEC, right? Like Vanderbilt gets to, to rake in all this SEC money. And what does Vanderbilt bring to the SEC, right? So like Vanderbilt's like the pirates of the SEC. And like, so like, should Vanderbilt actually have to be like, Hey, should the SEC be like, Hey, Vanderbilt, let's, let's try a little bit here. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do a little bit better. Um, or 
So you just let Vanderbilt be Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Or do we go in the ACC? I mean, same thing. I mean, think about it this way. Could it be much worse than what it – if the Pirates are running out $30 million payrolls with luxury, with revenue sharing, could it be much worse? <laughs> I mean yeah. – Good point. What yeah. – <laughs> Would they have whatever? Would it be a thirteen million dollar payroll? Pay twenty six million or twenty six minimum salaries, and this is all we can afford? I I, I doubt it. I don't you know? need to see the Bob Nutting, Barney Stinson GIF. Like <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> You're going back to trading a Ramos Ramirez in his third year of service time, so he could right. meet payroll in June. <laughs> so well, that's the thing. Check. I mean, the, the pirates oh, okay. were yeah. the pirates were insolvent at that point. And that's what mm-hmm. I understand what happened. And but I don't think any teams are that are insolvent right now. Yeah. They might tell you they are, or they'll act like they are. But I don't, I don't think any team is in is 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 like that right now. I could be wrong. I, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I the pirates like did. literally had to trade Aramis Ramirez to like make payroll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is is the story that I've that I've been told? Oh, that's so, I mean that's that's I mean, the that's the definition of insolvent. Is right. you, you can't make pay your bills. So I don't I don't think I don't think that's the case anymore. So who knows? There's I don't know. Is there an answer? Probably not. Which again is why we're probably going to go to something that's mostly status quo. But I'm going to keep paying attention to it no matter what. Well, uh, I'm going to try. I got a, I got another kid coming here in a month, and I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. I'm not going to be able to spend 15 hours over three days writing an article, uh, three articles of 7,000 words. Like Jim, I'm just about to tell you Jim that. Jim got you. Jim got you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Free I'll babysitting? Just, or? No, I'll just make another eight-point tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be your ghostwriter. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess to wrap this up, yeah, because, you know, what you did say there, and I know Tyler's already touched on this, but to wrap it up, to end, how you ended your – whole entire three-part article um i think i really stuck the landing just got us i'm like oh i have i have these two good articles i was really worried about the third but i yeah. was happy with well that's the thing like out. i'm reading all this reading all this and then like the very end you're just like and with that said we're probably not gonna see much and i was just like wait <laughs> wait hold up wait a minute <laughs> so so yeah like you just kind of feel like there's all this going on but come february come march whatever month it ends up being that they come together and make a agreement that we're pretty much going to see baseball for the most part, as it is today, I think I mean, owners don't want changes, so thus they don't have to give up the changes. So it's just basically what, where do they see eye to eye right now? That's a draft lottery, that's increased to minimums, that's getting rid of the qualifying offer. And in short, there's probably things on 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 the on the table that we don't know about yet, and you know maybe those will come to light here whenever maybe they get back to it. I don't know when they are, and who knows? Maybe it's not even Christmas. We don't know. And those things will come to light and something will happen. Maybe Super 2 becomes 45% of instead of 22% or, or just, you know, small things like that that could foster a little bit more competition. And But is there going to be a salary floor and a cap? And is there going to be – are there going to be 15 players instead of nine on the field? It's not going to be anything – crazy it's just it's gonna be small tweaks i think i could be wrong but that's just the industry seems to think that it's you know gonna be largely status quo and so then it would feel like why did we do this if it's if all we got out of it is well expanded playoffs are kind of big and and a draft order i don't know i say that it's not big just simply because other sports are doing it so it's just you know 
would it be that shocking as a fan if you saw it whenever you're used to it in other sports? So I agree, especially too, like with the draft mm-hmm. not being instant. I don't think that would be a huge thing. It's not as if, oh no, we missed out on LeBron James this year because in baseball there really isn't like mm-hmm. a LeBron James. I wrote, I mean, I wrote all about it, and I think that's why. I mean, it's a whole different topic, but draft picks are part of incentivizing losing. They've become so valuable that teams want them. So if you take the value away from those picks, does winning now become more attractive? Right. It's possible. I just don't know if it's, again, it might probably either, it's say you're taking completely away the cap to draft or it's dissolving the draft, which you know, maybe, maybe I just solved <laughs> it's winning. If there's no draft, what's there to loot? Why do you lose? There you go. I solved it. There you go. Done. Done. <laughs> Baseball's fixed. <laughs> no draft. I w- I've thought about that's a, that's an article I have a whole I have this like three pages of notes on a, on an article about that. I've just have never even thought because I just would be ridiculed out of existence. So I'm gonna need you to write that. <laughs> <laughs> you want me gone? <laughs> Just I really did. Funny. I really, I, just I really, I really enjoyed writing this set of, it, it was, it started out as one article and I was thinking it was Sunday and I'm like, I got an idea and it just, it really, it was like a fire. Like I just, I have to do this. But you know, when you got a kid, it was nap times and playing and, and I could had to wait, you know, I could only find times of the day where I could do it. And, but I, I was really happy with how it turned out. And I really do like the reception. I think of, you know, people who have read it. <laughs> <laughs> seem oh, seem to really like it. Article. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's good. And I'm glad that we we broke it up as we did. That was kind of just making it more digestible and and that it made more sense. I'm sure it, beginning, middle, and I think it all flowed very well. And I was very happy with it. So um, share it and tell your friends. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The links in the uh, in the podcast description. Um, check it out. It's a good article. Read it, or you know, just tell Sierra to read it for you, whichever you prefer. And uh, listen, I do. I think it's going to give you I think it's going to give you the best, like literally another source in Pittsburgh just said, well, they haven't even discussed a salary cap in Florida. Like we just talked about it for like half an hour because they discussed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of thing you're reading elsewhere. And I just yeah. I just I think it's the best picture of what you're going to get that's going on right now. All in one place there. Are, you know, of course, I got it from 40 different articles, but my goal was to narrow it down and put as much as in as I could make it as digestible and, and I'm one stop shopping. There probably wasn't a better perfect fit for this to be written by anyone else other than you. That's what Tim says. I don't, I, I tried not to. I, it, I agree. It, I, I agree. Well, and it's because it's just like, I mean, your mindset at the beginning of the, of the podcast, like it's, you, you're looking at this from a 40,000 foot view, right? You're not, you're not writing this, like a fan you're not writing this like a media member that's all the articles have been how did the pirates how does this affect the pirates and it's like i don't really i mean i do care about that but uh, tendentially it will affect them somehow Mm -hmm. it's just but then when you're viewing it from that it's well how how what what benefits me or what do i think benefits them or it's not actually viewing what is going on so that's what i tried to do as best i could neither side during this negotiation their first thought isn't well, how is this going to affect the pirates? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Right. I think I see Tyler watches probably watching the Steelers game. So I think oh, it's time we wrap this. 
<laughs> where are they are, how deep is it in now? I don't even. They're losing. I, I'm going Oh no! Shocking. Almost. I was gonna go to. The, I was gonna head to the bar to watch this game, and yeah, it's almost the end of the first quarter. Maybe Boswell, we should, should yeah, wrap Boswell, up. Boswell <laughs> missed the field goal. The Vikings kicker missed the field goal, and then they the Vikings missed an extra point. So I couldn't and even Chase, told you they were playing the Vikings. So I'll I'll, I'll hang up from this and I'll turn it on. But Chase Claypool got a taunting penalty, like a child. What do well, we think I about taunting, Ethan? I have. I was just because I have opinions. Don't do it. <laughs> if if it's in the rules, don't do it. Jim knows my 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 thought in life. Be nice. I don't think it's nice. So just don't do it. I wouldn't walk up to a person on the street and be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, I wouldn't do it. So don't do it on the football field. Don't and get a penalty. Fumbled. I swear to God, Ethan. The day I actually meet you in person, I'm taunting the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't be the first person as how I went exactly all through high what school. I'm, doing. So. I'm walking all up on you just like that, Ethan. <laughs> we should do like a do like a trivia night, and if you like get a question right, just be like <laughs> I love trivia. I love I oh, love trivia. Best. I do too. <laughs> I haven't right. done it in well, a long time, but let's definitely wrap this up. Ethan, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, no, no, I very, very much appreciate you having me on. Yeah. It's awesome. And um Yeah. So check out the article. We'll talk to you later. Follow yeah, along at Ethan Olahan if you want the good the good go. news the good info. That's where you go. Yep. Have that right. have that in the uh, the links to his Twitter handle. So, yep, definitely a good follow on Twitter, and, and definitely make sure you check out his pinned tweet so that way you're not getting called out by Ethan in the future. Always <laughs> refer to his pinned tweet before you do anything <laughs> about discussing payroll, <laughs> transactions, con- contract status, anything. It's all there. Rule That's five. Right. <laughs> it's all there alright guys love. we'll talk to you next week bye bye see ya see ya guys thanks <laughs>